Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Hoff. That is right, my friends. Conservative, not bitter, no matter where we are in the continental United States of America, which currently is just outside of Colorado Springs and a little town called Monument. It's beautiful here, by the way. I've never been here. Um, Drove past the Air Force Academy today, saw the football field, and just a beautiful mountains and so forth but anyway it's a pleasure to be here email todd at toddhuffshow.com that's the email folks if you want to see <clears throat> excuse me some of the stuff behind the scenes that i'm not uh going to talk about a lot on here i will talk about it some because this is this is what we're doing and i want to share it with you but i also um you know we talk about issues each and every day and i don't want to get too far off the path onto what we're talking about. You can follow us. We're going to start posting on our online community because why use Facebook, right? They're just going to censor us or silence us anyway. Community.toddhuffshow.com. You can follow us, connect with us there. We'll start posting pictures. And heck, I think my wife and the kids want to post some things about the dogs, maybe. I don't know. Different stuff like that. Oz is in here. Looks like that's what she wants to do. I don't know. So I want to start today. Um, by talking about what's happening in, in Congress, right? So we have this, well, $3.5 trillion with the T. And I've said on here before, we do ourselves a disservice by having these words rhyme, million, billion, trillion. The, the average person has a hard time shifting and realizing the magnitude of difference between, say, a million and a billion, or a billion and a trillion. In fact, I saw the other day, I wasn't planning on talking about this, just as I said that, um, I saw, um, I'm seeing if I can find it really quickly here as I'm talking to you. I saw someone explain or you know use time as a differentiator between, or to, to, to show the difference between a million, a billion, and a trillion. And I want to, let's see here. Yeah, it's going to take me a second. Okay. Um, okay, a million seconds ago was uh, 11 days, 13 hours, 46 minutes, and some some seconds, right? So about 11 and a half days ago. A billion seconds is over 31 and a half years. So a million seconds is 11 days. A billion seconds, Oz, take notes on this, 31 and a half years, 31 and a half years. I mean, if you were born after, what is that, uh, 19, if you were born in the 90s or the late 80s or early 90s, you've lived, just hit a billion seconds, roughly, I'm just ballparking here, a trillion seconds, you ready, I, This is this right? A trillion seconds. I'm reading this from a website here. 
a trillion seconds ago, let's put it this way, a trillion seconds ago, according to this, would have been around 29,000 and something B.C. A trillion. So we're talking about three and a half trillion dollars, right? That's what they want to spend in this infrastructure package. By the way, Fox Business is reporting some of the things that we're going to get if they pass this infrastructure package. You ready for this? This is, again, foxbusiness.com. $79 billion for the IRS. If the IRS needs anything done with its, with its funding, it needs cut. This, this organization, in my estimation, is, well, it, it, it can be abused very, very easily. There's really no recourse for the average average everyday Joe. If the IRS says X, you pretty much, I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. There really isn't. And we know that the IRS has abused. Now, I'm not saying every IRS. Look, there's good people that work at the IRS. I know. I have friends with one. I know at least one person that works there. Good good guy, going to do things the right way, treat people fairly. But it is, when you have this much power, as the IRS does, and you have the authority of Joseph R. Biden, the media, academia, people that hate businesses, people that help that hate wealthy people. You can easily abuse this. Remember, is it Lois Lerner? Was that her name? Lois Lerner, IRS, um, not giving tax exempt status to conservative groups, Tea Party organization year, years ago. I think that's who that was, Lois Lerner. Easy to abuse. We've seen this abuse happening. So seventy nine billion with a B. For the IRS. And those numbers I gave you off the top, by the way, I'm looking at a website here of CD, I don't even know how to, cdn.ymaws.com. It's some statistician stuff, it looks like. Anyway, um, $12 billion for electric cars. Again, you might be wondering why is the government, right? We, why is the government paying money for electric cars? Well, because, Todd, they got to save us from man-made climate change. I mean, if the earth warms another degree, in fact, we have no time left. We've got AOC telling us that. We've we've had Al Gore telling us the planet by now would already be destroyed. Of course, it's not. We have Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, all the folks that want to amp up and hype up this uh, climate change because it gives them more power. It gives them the opportunity to either work closely with or begin to do even more with uh, other governments, which further empowers them to do other things, right? To have control over your life, to mandate the way that you live, to tell you how many gallons of water you can use per day or whatever else is, is next on that, on that list of crazy things that they want to tell us. But that's what, 12 billion with a B for electric cars. You would think... You would think as a country founded upon free market economics that we would embrace by now the idea that government shouldn't pick winners or losers, that government shouldn't be in the business. You know, these are the sorts – it's amazing to me how they get away with this. The left will talk about special interests and picking winners and losers and all these tax breaks and for for corporate America. And then teched in this bill is $12 billion for electric cars. If you want an electric car, fine. If you don't, fine. I'm a guy that actually believes in choice and liberty. 
but they don't want you to have that. They want to tell you what to drive. They want to tell you what to wear, what to eat, what to think, how to act, how to behave. On down the list. So we got $12 billion for electric cars, $3 billion with a B for tree, tree equity. What the world is tree equity? How do we, we can't even get people equity from the government. What in the world is tree equity? I need someone to explain. Tree equity. $3 billion for this. This is absolutely asinine and stupid. $1 billion with a B to turn government facilities into high-performance green buildings. Why do we need that? Because once again, we're saving humanity from man-made climate change and global warming. And this is, again, just looking at this article on Fox News, new funding for gender identity issues and bias training. This is, again, according to Fox News. So I have people that work in the government, and they'll send me stuff from friends and connections, people that listen to this program. They'll send me stuff stuff that they're subjected to. I'm kind of spoiled, in a sense. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, um, you know, we've we've started this ourselves. We're self syndicated, and that's really what we're trying to do is to grow the the voice of the program um, around this country to help people hear and receive truth to fight back against some of this nonsense and insanity that we're facing on a day to day basis. Including, by the way, including by the way, a return to Judeo Christian principles and dare I even say biblical truth. <gasps> My goodness. Anyhow, um. So, but this, some of these things that people are subjected to that work in big corporations or government offices pertaining to things like gender identity, bias training. I've got a buddy that was telling me about some of his trainings, and he told me, I said, what'd you do today, man? He said, well, I spent, <laughs> I spent four hours on a conference call listening to people, um, you know, apologize for being white. He was being half facetious, but half serious. And I said, what are you going to do when that's required? What are you going to do with after the COVID vaccines required and after whatever else they're going to tell you to do is required? What are you going to do when they say in order to have this job, you got to apologize. You got to apologize for your whiteness because you know, this is coming. In fact, it may already be in certain places, but anyway, all this stuff tacked away in this, spending bill, but there's no guarantee because they're playing games with us on Capitol Hill that the Democrats are. We've got three things going on, and it's easy to confuse these things because they want you to look at this as this one one package, one action. One of the things that's happening on Capitol Hill is the continuing resolution. This is when Congress, in their infinite wisdom, decides to put off the realities of, of making a budget, basically just increasing the credit limit so they can go out and spend more money governing, legislating from crisis to crisis. That's the first thing. The government's going to shut down if they don't pass a bill by, what is it, Thursday, I think. Number two, we've got an infrastructure bill. This is a bill that a group of Republican senators, and I believe one of those would be Indiana's Todd Young. I mention him simply because that's my home home base, and many of you listening on Freedom 95 are, um, you know, going to have the choice whether or not you vote for this this senator again, but he reaches across the aisle and comes up 
with the spending, uh, an infrastructure bill, right? And we know there's things tucked away in the infrastructure bill as well. That's at least infra, at least with infrastructure, that is something that we that's a legitimate role of of Congress, but of, of the government to take care of infrastructure. In fact, on our trip, you know, it's, it's crazy to me when I go around Indianapolis or when we traveled out east. There was construction. I felt like we were in road construction the entire time. When we traveled west, I don't feel like I don't think we hit construction until. I mean, well into Colorado, I think, or maybe it was, it might have been Kansas. Anyway, point is, infrastructure should not be a surprise to anyone. We have roads, we have bridges, we have airports, we have ports of entry, you know, shipping ports and things like that. We have infrastructure. This, we shouldn't wait and say, you know what, guys, we need an infrastructure bill. Shouldn't we be putting this in with the regular? expenses. I mean, you budget, don't you, for utilities? You probably plan to buy a new car. You don't look out there and see a six-year-old car or whatever you're driving. Maybe it's brand new, but if you have a six-year-old car, you don't look at it and say, I'm never going to need to replace that. I'm going to drive that for 50 more years. That's how the government acts. And then they say, oh, infrastructure. And then they, they use the bill to tuck other things in there. And of course, some Republicans fall for this every time, every Single time, fall for this stuff. That's the second part of this. The third part of this is the big spending bill. That's this $3.5 trillion, which has tree equity equity in it. Tree equity. What in the world is tree equity? But that's in there. That's in there. I'm telling you, some liberal, some leftist out there can tell me what tree equity is, or at least they can spend the money trying to explain it so the rest that's probably what the three billion dollars is just to communicate what the world tree equity is absolute utter insanity folks but those are the things that three things happening they're supposed to happen this week the radical left says you know the the aocs of the world the squad those folks they say we're not passing infrastructure if we don't get the three and a half trillion dollar spending bill we've got other Senators, other representatives saying we're not spending three and a half trillion dollars on any spending right now. That's a lot of money, turns out. (laughs) Turns out they're right. And then, of course, we've got Biden and Pelosi, which I want to share with you when we get back what they're saying. They're saying, don't worry. Don't worry about the cost of this thing. And we'll talk about that when we get back. But at that, that being said, we're going to take a time out here quick break come back and pick up and share with you maybe a couple sound bites from nancy pelosi and um and the biden administration about just you know or it's a tweet from biden i was thinking it was uh, saki but it's a tweet from biden basically we'll get into that after the break so sit tight listening to conservative not better talk i'm your host todd huff back here in just a minute Welcome back, my friends. By the way, program program is brought to you by our friends at Best Insight Eye Care. Best Insight Eye Care has a couple of locations in Indianapolis. They're a newer advertiser. I had the pleasure of, of sitting down and having lunch with 
with them. And um, you know, again, I'm just I'm blessed and fortunate. We have some really, really top notch, high quality people and companies associated with this program. Best Insight Eye Care. Check them out if you or someone in your family needs to have an eye check, which we all do, right? I mean, we all need to some at some point have our eyes checked. Best Inside Eye Care is the website, a couple of locations conveniently located around the city. Check them out. Great Google reviews. Best Insight Eye Care.com. Be sure to tell them you heard about them on the Todd Huff Show. So let's get to this tweet. Biden's, <laughs> I tell you what, it is remarkable. Again, last segment. I shared with you, according to mathematicians and stuff. I haven't done. I haven't done the math. Just telling you um, how long ago a trillion seconds is. Heck, there's here's one from the New York Times back in 19, 1986. 1986. A trillion seconds would amount to no less than 31,709.8 years. So Biden wants you to believe. That's what's 1 trillion seconds. He wants three and a half. That means, folks, we are talking if every dollar was equated with one second, we would be over 100,000 years ago for three and a half trillion dollars. Think about that. 100,000 years ago. If Al Gore were alive 100,000 years ago, he would have told us that the world was going to end in 10 seconds or 10 minutes or 10 months or 10 years or some such figure if we didn't intervene immediately and stop the crisis, whatever it was, climate change, global warming, ice age, whatever. We can fix it. All it takes is giving up our liberty, increasing our tax liability, letting these folks go around the world in Learjets and so forth speaking. While the rest of us have to either walk, take a bike, maybe take a rowboat. Of course, those won't be necessary because they're going to make sure that the sea levels are not rising, so we won't need the rowboat. Anyway, 100,000 years ago, three and a half trillion seconds. Just And, and that's what they want to spend here. And Biden, Biden actually tweeted, let me get this exact tweet. He says that the Build Back Better agenda, that's this $3.5 trillion tree equity bill. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. The Democrats, the media, if the Republicans did something comparable to this, they would call it the tree. I'm going to start calling it the tree equity bill. The tree equity bill costs $3.5 trillion. But Biden tweets out. Now, I know the radical left has no idea about anything economics, anything related to math. They're confused. They don't understand. They don't care to understand. They're just, I mean, Bernie Sanders, the most dangerous tool in his hand is a calculator, I think, because this guy can't can't add or project anything. He just throws around numbers, billion, trillion, quadrillion. We're getting close to that point. So they have no idea. No idea. They don't think these things cost anything. They just think snap and poof. And this is a problem, by the way. For people to think that things are free because this will cause a nation to, I mean, we're headed towards real bankruptcy. They're talking as though the shutting down the government is going to be 
a terrible thing because we may default. We may bankrupt the whole entire nation if we continue. Actually, we will if we continue down this path. And I, I want to say this. It's not all the fault of the Democrats. A lot of this, I mean, there's plenty of blame to go at, you know, towards the Republicans as well. But Biden's tweet about his $3.5 trillion bill is this. My Build Back Better agenda costs $0. That's right, my friends. Instead of wasting money, this is what he says, on tax breaks, wasting money on tax breaks. You know how bizarre that thinking is? Completely backwards. I would say that is mental cancer to have that sort of thinking. To think that a tax cut is, it it just goes to show it goes to show how much they view government being in control of money. It costs the government money in their minds to let you keep more of your money. Now, I'm no idiot. I understand that if the ta- if the amount of money that people are paying in the taxes decreases, that there's going to be a decrease in revenue. I understand that. But the idea to say that the, the government lost money when all it's doing is taking it, it's just arbitrarily taking it making up whatever number it can get away with, and it is taking it. And it's daring you. It is. It's daring you to do something about it. So anyway, back to his stupid tweet. Instead of wasting money on tax breaks, loopholes, then what the heck's the $12 billion for electric cars? Is that not a tax break or a loophole or government aid to big corporations? That's precisely what this is. What is tree equity? Instead of wasting money, again, he says, on tax breaks, loopholes, and tax evasion. Folks, tax evasion. I mean, then charge them. I wish more of these companies. I wish, I don't know of any big companies, but I wish wish they would have the Elon Musk attitude. Elon Musk basically (laughs) called out Biden the other day, said something about Biden was still asleep at 3 3 p.m. or something like that in a tweet, which I thoroughly enjoyed but i wish more of these people were like no we're not i mean we're tax we're evading taxes we're not doing i mean charge somebody don't just throw these words around charge someone if they're doing something illegal they're not doing any i mean in some cases they are if they are then they need to be prosecuted if they're not and you don't like the tax code then change the stinking tax code right and they say well we are changing the tax code and it changing it for the worse. Anyway, Biden goes on to say here, um, instead of uh, wasting money on tax evasion for big corporations and the wealthy, we can make a once-in-a-generation investment in working America. Baloney. None of this stuff's once-in-a-generation. What happens is this becomes the new normal. And if anything's tried, someone comes down the road and realizes how much of a financial burden this is, how much ingenuity, how much... This hurts the private sector. And they come along and they say, we're going to cut this. The media will flip out. The Democrat Party will flip out. The radical left will tell us that, you know, Republicans are trying to make someone who depends upon the government for their sustenance to eat dog food. This is this is how it's done. This is literally what they've done in the past. And it's what they'll continue to do because it works in a soundbite culture. Biden's tweet also says, that this bill adds 
zero dollars to the national debt. You believe that? You believe, you believe a three and a half trillion dollar quote unquote investment, right? With tree equity and electric cars and who knows what else tucked in this. Child care for however long, um, free this and free that. This is a once in a generation bill that's going to change everything, he says. It will change everything, but not for the better. It will change everything. But this place is slowly and surely, I don't even know if it's slowly anymore, surely becoming something other than what it was founded to be. Adding zero dollars to the national debt. (laughs) Folks, our entire, our entire annual expense from from the federal government just a couple of years ago was around four or four and a half trillion dollars. This is a three and a half trillion dollar bill. And we're supposed to believe <laughs> that this is going to add nothing to the debt? What are, what are we smoking here? This is, maybe I said that because I'm in Colorado here and, and whatever, whatever goes out here. But you got to be kidding me. Not, you know, this is, we're not even going to notice. It doesn't cost anything. That's what Nancy Pelosi said. Nancy Pelosi says, I don't know if I've got time to play the soundbite or not. But she says, we shouldn't be talking about what this costs. What do you mean we shouldn't be ca- talking about what this costs? It's because they've hypnotized voters. We'll talk about that. I'll play the soundbite. It's a short one. We'll play that after the break, and we'll, we'll talk about that. They have hypnotized voters into believing people who know in their day-to-day lives that they've got to live within a budget, live within their means. They've got to save. They've got to pay off this. They've got to you know, put away money for that, retirement, vacations, children's education, whatever, new home, just whatever, new car, start a business. They convince people that do that, that it doesn't apply. Once you get to the level of the federal government, you can just snap magically, magically. Things begin to work completely contrary to the ways that they work in your everyday life. It's it's nonsense and it's ludicrous. And it is bankrupting this nation. So I'll play that soundbite when we get back. We'll talk a little bit about that. Listen here to the home of conservative, not better talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So, I mentioned before the break here that I've got a soundbite from Nancy Pelosi here. Nancy Pelosi basically saying, let's not talk about, let's not talk about the numbers, the three and a half trillion, just numbers. It's just a number. Who cares? Let's just get this thing passed. Let's not worry about it. It's the big the big deal here, right? I mean, that's the way that this thing is portrayed. Here she is talking about it. So, again... Well, it was queued up. Hold on here. Tell you what, the new sound equipment is great. It's really good. The problem is... I don't completely always have everything... Uh, it's, it's. I'm still learning. Let's put it that way. Still learning. Let's try this again. It should be on this channel. Let's see. So, again, the Senate and the House, those who 
are not in full agreement with the president's rate. Let's see what our value. Let's not talk about numbers. Let's and dollars. Let's talk about values. Yeah, let's not talk about numbers and dollars. Let's talk about values. Let's talk about values. Cost. I mean, how you're going to pay for something is, well, I mean that factors in to what value you place on something. But she says, let's not talk about that. What she's saying here is, hey, people out there need help. It shouldn't matter what it costs. We should pay it. But see, she's not paying it. She's not paying. Well, she she probably technically is, but she has some accountant. I guarantee it. I guarantee if you look at Nancy Pelosi's taxes, which I'll be honest, I don't have any, I don't care to see her taxes. That's between her and the government, and that's, Another thing altogether in and of itself, I don't know why we ever allowed our government to impose taxes to where they can say we get to, you know, you have to tell us what you made. I, it, that's, we're so far past that. That, that, sounds, that sounds crazy to some people, and I know. There's, there are a lot of other more efficient ways to get revenue and to keep people having confidence in the economy. And for those who need to get back on their feet, like if you had saved, for example, a national sales tax, they could save their money and not have the burden of taxation as they were getting back on their feet and saving money. But who cares about any of that? Three and a half trillion dollars. It doesn't matter. Let's not talk dollars and cents. Let's just talk about theoretical stuff. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to give somebody something for free? Wouldn't that just be so wonderful? Everyone's over here saying, that sounds great. And the reason it works, again, is because average everyday people who are otherwise... Now, there's some that are flat-out crazy. I'm not saying that there's, there aren't. But there are some reasonable, rational people that run their businesses with conservative values as far as economically conservative. They don't just say... They just don't pretend like money grows on trees. They know that money has to be created and earned and that sort of thing. It's not just, you know, wishful thinking and it, it appears, right? You have to create value. You have to, you know, earn customers. You have to sell it. You got to deliver it. You got to market it. All this stuff, all kinds of stuff that goes into that, as you well know, especially if you're in sales or run your own business or anything like that. Nancy Pelosi says, that ah, it's all about what we want to give people. This is just apparently what we should do. We should give whatever's in this bill, free child care, tree equity, and anything else should be done, no questions asked whatsoever. There's so many things I want to get into today, so I'm going to shift gears when we get back, and um, there's a couple things. I'm going to look at it during the break, decide which one I want to get into, but anyway, more to go as we get into the uh, waning moments of the program here. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Project Veritas. Well, well, let me just let me just say, hold on here behind the scenes with Oz. Okay, had to check the time from Oz to see what exactly we could get we could get into. Um 
man, there, there's so there's so much. But here's here's what I want. I guess what I want you to know. Jinsaki thinks that it's not constructive for Biden to visit the border, which we've heard her say that in a press conference in her answer to Peter Ducey of Fox News, who, by the way, will not let it go. And I don't blame him. He won't let it go that she won't give him a reason for Biden not going to the southern border. He goes everywhere else. Everywhere else there's some sort of a political issue, right? He goes and... Uh, well, he goes to the say the UN to talk about about climate change, or he'll tour a tur- uh, an area hit by a hurricane or whatever. And I'm not saying he shouldn't, but why not go to the border? It's because they know it's politically suicide to do this. So we got we've got that going on. We've got what's happening with the January sixth so-called insurrection. PJ Media shared an exploit. Well. I've read this on PJ Media. They referenced a story actually in the New York Times. Shocking. New York Times. The New York Times reported this past Saturday that records and information from two people familiar with the matter, talking about the January 6th riots, um, actually involved government informants, which many of you already know. I know that you know this, but to hear the New York Times admit this, to hear them admit this, um, is, is quite... Remarkable. The Times actually said that this suggests that federal law enforcement had a far greater visibility into the assault on the Capitol, even as it was taking place, than was previously known. Add to that that Matthew Matthew Gates, Matt Gates, and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene are requesting that there, the 14,000 hours of surveillance video from January 6th, that's a total... If some leftist turns in and thinks how they're 14,000 hours on January 6th, that's a combined total of video that's being shot um, from a variety of cameras. I'm just playing with the liberals. Take it easy. You know I love you. But that's um, they're out there doing that, and I think we absolutely should see that, right? We absolutely should see that since the left wants to make this a political issue. We've got this. I, I want to play this. I want to play this. This is Brian Stelter of CNN. You know that I play Brian Stelter from time to time. He's insane, radical lunatic. But he's interviewing a, pref- a professor from Yale, who's another apparently insane, crazy man, named Timothy Snyder. And I want you to listen to this little exchange here between these folks talking about how the media coverage, how media coverage about politics should change moving forward. Now, it's obviously we've known that this is how they've thought about this for some time. What we don't know necessarily, what we don't necessarily know is that they're openly admitting it. But listen to this. My soundbite dropped. Basically, what he says here, what he says here is that um, they, the media, this Yale professor says the media should stop being fair and balanced, and they should, they should just tell basically how to protect democracy, which candidly, it's not in reality. First of all, we have a constitutional republic. It's not just whatever the majority wants. If the majority 
decides to vote tomorrow to take all the property of people that have you know, more money but are represented by a smaller percentage than the majority, should the majority suddenly be able to take that? Should they be able to beat them in the streets if they decide that they want to do that? Is that how we want this? That's that's The founders understood that there's a tyranny of the majority and the minority, and so they came up with a constitutional republic. We That's why we have rights that have... You know, you know, that are given by by God. Those rights should never be infringed upon. Never be infringed upon. But when you talk about pure democracy, you say, well, the rights can be infringed upon if the majority thinks. The majority thinks that these rights don't matter for this individual. I mean, after all, some of these people are really rich or they've really had good lives and we should be able to take what they have. I mean, this is the argument, right? And whatever political issue of the day, that's that's the, the way that it's framed. We don't want to give both sides fair and balanced coverage, this crazy Yale professor says. And I don't know why that soundbite completely dropped off there and that I had it all queued up and it's gone. But this is the direction that they're now admitting to us that they want to go. So we knew it already, but to hear them say it and to defend it is quite a remarkable thing. Got to take a break. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. I'm going to squeeze this in really quickly. This is that soundbite of Stelter speaking to this Yale professor. He asked them, Basically, how should these reality based <laughs> reality based as though CNN is, has any idea what reality is? How should these reality based media uh, companies like CNN cover politics, cover the Republican Party in general? And this is what this crazy leftist professor had to say. I mean, my my, my advice for the press corps is to make to, is to is to drop. The, the, the fair and balanced about the one party and the other party. Drop Who it. cares about the parties, Who right? Cares? The parties aren't really the story. The story is whether we have a democracy or not. And the behavior of the parties is uh, is is the actual story. I mean, so mm, I think that the main the main mm, thing we have to do, and and you guys have done a lot in this direction, oh, is to drop the pretense of American exceptionalism, drop the idea that democracy is just out there like the air we breathe, and ma- and make democracy the story itself. We had we had minimal excuse yes. to be surprised by 2016. We had no excuse to be surprised by the coup attempt in people 2020. And if, if we're live. not prepared for an attempt for people to take mm. power undemocratically in, in 2024, then we're just at this point pathetically naive. Mm. Preparing for that and getting the facts out so that people can prepare for that and prevent it is, is what you know, right. colleagues in journalism should, journalism should be doing. All right. All right. I got it. Hey, Thank you very much, Luis. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.